Hey guys, so it's winter break now. It's the start of winter break. Um, before we even start, let's just talk about exams really quickly. This year, because I, I okay, I think sophomore year is the hardest year of high school. Like, my brothers, like, people say junior year is the hardest year of high school, but I feel like it's the hardest year of high school if you didn't do any work freshman and sophomore year and you have the ACT, but like, academically, I feel like sophomore year is the hardest. I had, like, 11 exams. Like, it was horrible. Like, I did pretty good on my exams. Math, my math exam, I failed, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a failing math exam because that was hard. It was really, really hard. But anyway, yeah. Um, I'm not really stressing about exams anymore. I'm glad it's over. I'm so glad it's over. Um, but yeah, now that the exams are behind us, Christmas is in front of us. It's in, uh, Christmas is upon us. Um... And I'll just be talking about all things Christmas. Like, I've always wondered why you get the feeling, like, when you realize Christmas is coming, if you celebrate Christmas, obviously. Um, and turns out, holiday cheer, like, that feeling you get, it's, like, scientifically proven to be an emotion. Like, it's not just, like, a, like some, it's not just, like, a cultural thing. Like, it's not something that, like, I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I mean? If you know what I mean. So... Yeah. I do want to mention, though, I'm not, in like, an expert in psychology. I do my best to, like, research the topic and then put the puzzle together. I just found it really interesting. If there was any mistakes I should correct, let me know. There's going to be a Q&A box, but if you don't want to answer that Q&A question and there's something I did wrong, you can just put it in there. Or you can email me. No big deal. Do it however however you want. Um, I've also wondered how people with SAD, like seasonal depression how they celebrate the holiday season and the time off. And I always wonder, like, how do they cope when winter is, like, all around them, when the season is all around them? And then I'll just freestyle from there. I'll just talk about random stuff, probably, like, the perfect gift. Um, I'll talk about wrapping paper. You'll understand what I mean in a second. But let's just jump right in. It's a Christmas special episode, isn't it? When Christmas comes around, you just get that certain Christmas feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Like, there's no, like, register, like, word for it. But here, just listen to this. See what I mean? It's like, it's like a warm feeling you get, but it's like an empty kind of warm feeling, but... I don't know, but if you didn't feel that, I'm thinking you either um, don't celebrate Christmas, which is completely fine, or you have bad memories associated with Christmas, which is also completely fine. Um, Christmas spirit, after looking it up and researching it, um, it's basically just a feeling associated with the warm, fuzzy feeling of oxytocin, and it's released by feelings of love and connection, and oxytocin isn't just like for intimate contact and that kind of thing. Like, it's famously known for, I guess. Um, dopamine and serotonin also play into um, Christmas spirit as well. This is because, like, here's what I think. The combined feelings of giving and worth and belonging and connection with other people, like, all of them arise at the same time, which are the characteristics of oxytocin, um, dopamine, and serotonin. And it's just, like, with all three of those hormones, it just, like, creates an amazing atmosphere in your brain in your head in your heart i don't know and since it's a holiday your brain will always refer to previous experiences to determine how much you like the holiday 
or how much you don't like the holiday, which is like I was saying, if you don't, if you didn't feel that because you had bad memories associated with Christmas, that's what, that's what it is. So like, if you don't feel those feelings, it's probably because your brain is associating it with bad feeling or negative experiences, something like that. I get the Christmas, I'm going to trip over this word this entire episode. I get the Christmassy feeling, but it's weird because I get it the weeks leading up to Christmas, like, that's fun, it's chill, it's exciting, but once the days before Christmas, an actual holiday, once once that hits, I don't feel it anymore, like, by the time Christmas Eve comes around, I'm already, like, I don't want to say I'm not, I don't want to say I'm uninterested, but it's, like, it's just, like, Christmas, like, whatever, you know, no big deal, it's Christmas, and, um, I think this is a theory, because you've already felt the Christmas spirit before, and then it's become regular especially if you decorate and you decorate early um you kind of just like see the decorations every day like at some point you're just gonna get sick of christmas decorations you know like if you have your tree up all year you're not gonna like look at it and be like you're not gonna like intake the christmas magic every day you know what i mean by um by the time you decorate and like give some gifts and you know that kind of thing your christmas quota has already been filled if you know what I mean like you've already experienced what Christmas felt like so it's like nothing new notice how I didn't say receiving gifts that's because you probably already know this this may be common knowledge or not I don't know um that uh what was I gonna say oh people who decorate earlier are actually happier so like the earlier deck the earlier you decorate for Christmas the happier you are scientifically I don't really know how that works but if you connect that idea to my theory earlier, the earlier you decorate, then allegedly, the earlier your quota fills up, so you feel less Christmassy when Christmas actually comes around. I kind of saw this happening on social media too, like, people were talking about Mariah Carey defrosting in October and November, people were feeling Christmassy in September, but now nobody's, like, talking about Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as mainstream, I feel like than previous years but that could just be me anyway that's really all i had to say it just it just interested me i was it it sparked a little something in my brain yeah i don't know if you guys knew this i didn't know this but yeah (laughs) okay okay so the next thing on the agenda is seasonal depression versus the holidays so this just interested me and I just want to share what I found. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you don't know this. I don't know if you had SAD or not. Um, I wanted to talk to someone who had SAD, but um, I couldn't. Like, I feel like that was that'd be rude to be like, "Hey, who has SAD and wants to talk about how they feel during the holidays?" Like, that's just I. I don't know. I don't know anybody with SAD anyway. But let me know your experiences during the holidays whether you have sad or not i actually so just i don't know put that in the q a box if you're not interested in answering the actual question seasonal affective disorder is a recurrent major depressive disorder in which episodes of depression occur during the same season each year this condition is sometimes called the winter blues because the most common seasonal pattern is for depressive episodes to appear in the fall or winter and remit in the spring less commonly SAD can occur as summer depression, typically beginning in late spring or early summer and remitting in the fall. I got that from Psychology Today. I do not speak like that, and you probably under, you probably get that. So, 
according to Romper.com, which is, it's just like a blog thing. It's like BuzzFeed. I don't know. Um, David Clover, the author of this article, said that SAD affects their holidays greatly. And yeah, let's, let's, let's just, I'll just talk about what, what, what he, what he found. Hold on. I'm sitting on the floor of a closet and you probably already know that and my foot was, I didn't feel my foot anymore. So I just, okay. The first thing David said was that he desperately needs the excitement and joy of Christmas, even though he doesn't celebrate it out of religion. He says that, um, he just needs something to look forward to and somewhere to put his energy towards. Um, what else? Because of this, he throws himself into like planning and indulges in Christmas activities, um, stuff like that to distract him from his SAD. But the stress can get to him. And the weeks leading up to Christmas are like filled with activities. Um, but David dreads the actual day of the holiday because there's still three months of winter. And it's not packed with any activities or fun things or holidays like Christmas is. So, yeah, that's what he said. Um, this intrigues me because you have to battle depression during the most wonderful time of the year. And it's just something I haven't heard much about. Like, when it comes to SAD, I hear, like, I know Billie Eilish has summer depression. Well, okay, I'm pretty sure she does. As 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 much as I remember, she has summer depression. But, um... Yeah, I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Um, Novum Psychiatry says that SAD can make you feel sluggish, tired, and contribute to weight fluctuations, which makes it even more interesting to me because the holidays are all about indulgence. And when New Year's comes around, it's like everybody's improving themselves, everybody's going to the gym, but it's still winter. And like people with SAD still have to deal with depression. Like SAD still exists within them. And doesn't it make you feel like left out? And, like, you're lacking improvement while everyone else is going to the gym. Like, doesn't that make you sadder? And, yeah. Stay tuned, though, because next episode, I think next episode, um, I'll be talking about how toxic New Year's resolutions are and give you an alternative that I came up all in my head. Well, okay, it existed before, but, like, I don't think we've connected the ideas. You know what I mean? I don't think we've connected that. You should do this for New Year's. Like, people do it. Maybe on, like, their birthday or something like that. But I feel like everybody should do this. Um, You'll figure it out. You'll know, you, you, Yeah. But on the flip side, people who have, like, SAD in the summer, in spring, they're facing something like that as well. When, like, school's out and the sun's out and spring break, summer break, and everybody's happy. But they're, like, stuck in a depressive state and it's, like, so sunny outside and so, you know? But I feel like... SAD in the winter is, like, really, like, a lot more interesting because it's filled with holidays. Like, you have summer, but, like, what what holidays are in the summer? Besides, like, Father's Day, but, um, yeah. The advice for people with SAD, it's, like, basic stuff. Um, sleep routines, vitamin D, relax, set realistic expectations, that kind of thing. Um, but if you have SAD, I don't know. I can't really say much else. Um, there's people for you. There's me. I don't know. I'm interested in this. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, I can't say anything else about it because I don't have it. So, let's just move on entirely. Let's just talk about Christmas. More Christmas. Okay. (laughs) 
This is such a dumb episode. <laughs> There's no- Okay. Okay. I feel like this is a big problem with, like, people, like... Why, this is why gift guides exist, but... Let's talk about the perfect gift. Because the perfect gift means, a, like, a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But, um... Yeah. So sometimes, like, I struggle with what to get people for Christmas. And you struggle what to get people for Christmas. But I make this every single year. And it is, like, without fail, an amazing gift. It's perfect. It's low effort. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you get a gift bag or, like, okay, I use, like, plastic bags. But I put, I have, like, a bag. And then I put candy in there. And then I put a note in there. Like, a note with their name on it and, like, a message. And, like, maybe, like, a letter in there if I, like, really know them. But, yeah. Put that together. And then I use, like, some ribbon. And I tie it. Works every time. Everybody's on their knees for this gift bag. Um, so, yeah. I love doing it. It's so personal, but it's so low effort. I'm like, who doesn't like candy? You know what I mean? Here's the thing, though. Um, candy versus chocolate. You know what I mean? I usually put chocolate because... I, chocolate is just arguably way better than candy. I mean, like... When people say M&M's or Skittles, M&M's every single time because you're eating corn syrup and, like, fake fruit. You know, like, you know what I found out? All Skittles flavors are the exact same flavor. Like, it's the exact same flavor, but they color it differently. So, like, your brain thinks they taste different. Okay, you know what? Actually, I don't know if that's true information because they do taste different. But I don't know if it's that that's my brain, like, telling me... Like, the green is green apple, and, the like, the purple's grape. Or do they all taste the same? Because that could be a fun Christmas activity. Get a bag of Skittles, blindfold someone, and make them taste the flavors. See, like, see what the outcome is. Because that's interesting. If any of you do that, please tag me. Please whatever me. Like, tell me. Email me. I, I don't care. Like, if you do this, please let me know. Um... I just came up with the best Christmas activity. Like, guys, come on. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's the perfect gift. Candy, a gift bag, and a note. Like, I don't even have to leave the house and, like, buy stuff for this. I have ribbon. I've had the same roll of ribbon since, like, sixth grade. Like, I think my parents got it for my birthday one time, and then I've just had it since. That. And then gift bags. These... My dad is obsessed with these plastic bags from, like, the 99 cent store. But they're so good. Like, I use them for everything. And it's not, like, it's not, like, a Ziploc bag. It's just, like, a plastic food wrap bag. I don't know. But I just take that and I put a ribbon on it. Put a ribbon around it and tie it. And since it's clear, you can put the note in there make it look cute. Put the candy in there and make it look cute. Um, yeah. I love putting candy canes in there. Like, 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 I'll get, like, one bag of fancy chocolate and just put, like, one in each bag. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, wow, it's fancy. But mo for the most part, it's just Halloween candy that we don't give out because there are no kids. Like, in our neighborhood, there are no kids walking around. Like, we had, like, maybe five trick-or-treaters. And we went all out this year. Like, we had a lot of good candy. Like, it wasn't some of those child's play Tootsie Roll, like, that kind of candy. No, this was, like... Peanut M&M's. This was, this was crazy. Um, so yeah, like we had um, Godiva chocolates, a lot of those. So, and me personally, I don't like Godiva chocolate, but 
I made sure to give that out because people love that. People people eat that up. Literally eat that up. Um but you know oh, you know how uh you like that dilemma where you give some people gifts and you give and you don't give other people gifts. Like if you're in a friend group and there are like two or three people with that you're super close with, um, and you give them gifts but not other people. Here's what here's what I remember. Or I try to remember, like, if I was in that friend group and I didn't get a gift and you gave two or three other people gifts, I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to be happy. Like, and I think this is it with, like, everybody. I'm not going to be mad that you didn't get me a gift. Like, I, like it's obvious that you're closer with them than me. And I'm, like, please, like, go. <laughs> like, give your gift. Um, but if it's that thing where you're giving someone a gift and another person not a gift but it's like they're kind of of the same status in your life like let's say you're in class you're in a table of four you give one of them a gift you don't want the other people to feel bad right so that's where the gift bags with the candy and notes come in like you can do that for the closest people in your life you can do that for some just like classmates you know what i mean i love doing that so yeah the next thing I'm going to cough right now. Hold on. <clears throat> the next thing I'm going to talk about is why we should stop wrapping gifts. We should stop. Does that make sense? We should stop wrapping. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. So like wrapping paper, wrapping paper and tissue paper. It's so, so wasteful. And you cannot deny me this. It's so wasteful. Like every house on the block will have a trash bag filled with paper. They will have a plastic trash bag filled with paper which isn't really pure paper because there's like microplastics and a bunch of dye and glitter in it and then when you put the tape on it like my god it's so wasteful i read a statistic saying that um americans use 4.4.6 million pounds of wrapping paper and it all amounts to seven billion dollars and half that number just ends up in a landfill like half of 4.6 million pounds which is what 2.3 million pounds of wrapping paper as of an landfill and whatever's recycled it's probably not viable because of all the dyes and microplastics and glitter and the tape attached to it like insane i'm probably gonna make a whole episode about like recycling versus trashing stuff because i have some good information on that you'd probably be surprised because i am an avid recycler but i found out it's not that great for the environment um so yeah be ready for that next season. See what I mean? Like, the wrapping paper, it isn't good for reuse either because it's torn apart usually. So that's why I love using gift bags. They're reusable. They're not fussy. They're simple. And I know I was just talking about gift bags and plastic bags and candy wrappers and stuff. But that you can't really change. You know what I mean? Like, you can change the way you wrap gifts, though, at the very least. Um, like, I always use reused tissue paper to top my favorite gift bags to con for, like, the concealed magic of Christmas, you know what I mean? Because a Christmas gift bag without wrapping paper is so boring. Like, I give that out sometimes, but it's just so boring. So, yeah. Get, um, craft paper, like, K-R-A-F-T paper. Um, it's fully biodegradable, and you can get it on Amazon, for literally just a couple extra dollars. It's really not that expensive. It surprised me. But that's like pure paper. And it'll degrade in like four to six weeks. So if you can. 
get that. Or if not, don't wrap it at all. You know what I mean? Or use minimal wrapping paper or tissue paper. I feel like tissue paper is better than wrapping paper because it's more it's more of paper than microplastics. Because paper is not that sturdy. Let's be really honest. Paper is not as sturdy as like good wrapping paper is. So yeah, something to think about and try it for next year maybe um maybe save the gift bags and tissue paper you get this year for next year i know i do and you just like i'm like it doesn't seem a good idea at first like it just seems like a waste of time but when you pull up next year and gift bags are like 10 bucks you're gonna want those so yeah i love doing that yeah oh like the walmart uh gift bags those are like two three bucks because that's craft paper craft paper is reusable it's recyclable and it's fully biodegradable so that's why like the walmart bags are super cheap but like if you want a good gift bag with a really nice design on it it's going to be like 10 to 12 to 15 dollars five dollars like at the very least and it's like you don't need to do all that like you can just save the ones you get and reuse them anyway yeah that's probably like 20 minutes that's probably all you need to hear so i'll just end the episode here i hope your break is going well um yeah i don't know isn't this a fun christmas episode like it's not serious there's no there's nothing super societal and cultural and um real and mysterious about this episode like it's chill we're sitting here talking about christmas actually i'm talking about christmas and you're listening to it or I feel like the majority of podcast listeners do not try and, like, actually listen to the podcast. Like, they're just cleaning and using using it as background noise. And I do that, too. But, yeah. It's just a fun little Christmas episode. I want to know what you wanted for Christmas or what you got for Christmas or something like that. It'll be a Q&A question for my Spotify listeners. If you're listening to this in Season 1, I'll probably end it. And the Q&As and the polls by Season 2. So, yeah. I have an interview coming up. A podcast interview um, with Montage. Um, No, actually, the podcast is called Dear Next Gen. But it's by Montage. And I'll be talking about crediting original creators. I'll be talking about creator predictions and, like, why we should move to YouTube and not stay on short-form social media apps. And I talked about this a little bit before, but... It just worked that I could go on someone else's platform and do it, I guess. I don't know. So stay tuned for that if it has not come out yet. I don't know when she's planning on releasing it. My interview is tomorrow, so we haven't even done the thing yet. Uh, Yeah, that's it. My breath smells like onions and garlic. Like, it, it smells horrible. I went to Whole Foods and got, like, a salad laced with onions, laced with garlic, like, in... It's embarrassing to even talk into this microphone. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Um, I hope you guys have a good Christmas. Good holiday. Good um, Hanukkah. And yeah. Bye.